Follow The Ron Show on Twitter at RonShowATL. The Ron Show on America One Radio. Earlier today, Mayor Andre Dickens declaring this 2023 the year of the youth. I want to have everyone engaged in this endeavor. Everyone who lives here, everyone who does business here, everyone that even travels here can help support the ATL Year of the Youth. Now, in a release prior to today's event held at 11 a.m. to announce this initiative, the uh, mayor's office put out a statement that said the Year of the Youth is an initiative to ensure Atlanta's children, youth and young adults have all of the resources necessary to thrive. Uh, the AJC reports, by the way, that last year, 19 children and teens were among the city's 170 homicide victims. Shootings during the holiday season killed four under age 18. Just recently, we lost 13-year-old Sean Dubose outside the Cascade skating rink. I will effort before tomorrow's show to have some more audio from that press conference so we can hear more of the mayor speaking on that. Uh, going back to Memphis, the sixth police officer... Uh, disciplined for his involvement in the beating and, ar- and arrest and subsequent death of Tyree Nichols. Uh, that officer, Preston Hemphill, was relieved of duty and actually had been relieved of his duty, although in a non-public way, shortly after the January 7th arrest of Tyree Nichols. Let's see what else is kind of stirring up the cockles. It, it, by the way, it was announced uh, late last week that the DeCab animal services shelter which i believe is the adoptions coordinated through lifeline animal project i love lifeline animal project by the way i like donating money to them on occasion we take our pets uh uh, we've taken uh, in fact i had Dooley taken there when it was time for her lady bits to be dealt with before she went into heat too much more Uh, anyway love lifeline fantastic organization they help coordinate adoptions for uh, dekalb county it was um announced last week that while the Cab County's animal shelter is a no-kill shelter, that they were 150 dogs beyond capacity, and something had to be done by the end of the month to do that. It's our understanding, by the way, that uh, there were adoption events held all throughout the weekend, and that there has been a substantial chip into that uh, 150 over-capacity number. They needed to get 150 dogs adopted by the end of the month tomorrow of course the 31st and uh, i'm trying to remember the piece i read uh recently where there were at least oh it was it was bill torpy the uh, ajc opinion writer who noted that there were at least 40 folks in the waiting room uh filling out the paperwork to adopt uh, a dog over the weekend if you've been kind of kicking around the idea of picking up a a wagging tail panty long-eared barking friend or maybe maybe the friend doesn't bark that's okay too um consider uh checking out uh, the cab county animal sh- uh, sh- services in fact you can go to cabanimalservices.com and you can see all the dogs and cats they have cats too that are up for adoption uh between now and uh the end of tomorrow it would certainly be helpful if you are thinking about adopting a dog to maybe go ahead and make that decision and help them uh, alleviate their overcrowding scenario. Again, that's decabanimalservices.com, okay? A story we've been following closely here on the show, and of course, throughout the state and even nationally, I guess, to some extent, the 
tragic, deadly accident involving two uh, University of Georgia Athletic Department staffers and two football players, one of the staffers, one of the football players perishing in that accident the night after, or early in the morning, I guess, technically after the national championship parade. So the University of Georgia has been making statements last couple of weeks, finally, uh, about uh, the department's role in the renting of a vehicle that was used by the staffer to transport the two players and the other staffer. Uh, So the University of Georgia Athletic Association released a brief statement reading this from the AJC, by the way, to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, again asking on Friday whether the university had rented the vehicle. A recruiting analyst for the UGA football team, according to the Athletic Association, was not authorized to drive the SUV rented by the university at the time of the crash in which she and a football player died. That's according to the athletic department. The AJC goes on to say the statement provided a few key details about the crash, which killed offensive lineman Devin Willick and the driver, 24-year-old Chandler LaCroix, an employee on the team's recruiting staff. But a complete picture of what led to the crash, which occurred at about 2.45 a.m. January 15th, about two and a half miles southeast of downtown Athens, remains murky. The statement said the car involved in the crash was a 2021 Ford Expedition one of several vehicles, quote, leased by our athletic department for use during recruiting activities only. The vehicles had been used on Saturday, January 14th, to transport prospects around Athens during a massive celebration of Georgia's second consecutive national football championship, the AJC is reporting. The AJC says, according to the athletic department, LaCroix was not authorized to drive the car after she completed work that day. The statement did not specify when she completed her assigned duties, She was apparently authorized to drive the car during duties, but not after. Now, school officials had previously said neither LaCroix nor recruiting analyst Tori Bowles, age 26, who was severely injured in the crash, was working when they were out late that night with Willick and fellow football player Warren McClendon, age 21, who managed to escape with only minor injuries. Athens Clark, police officials still waiting on toxicology results to come back to help provide answers, if they do at all, as to how LaCroix lost control of the vehicle. Currently, police maintain she was driving at an excessive speed, and that is the only rationale given for how she lost control. Naturally, there will be those, myself included, and I'm a dog fan, who wonder about the culture of permissiveness within the athletic department Was this the first time that either Chandler LaCroix or any recruiting personnel with the university had taken some license with using rented vehicles outside of official use? Also not a good look, although slightly humorous if you ask me. Stetson Bennett in Metropolitan Dallas, not far from the TCU campus in Fort Worth, by the way, Mm. Arrested over the weekend for public intoxication. Uh, Police were called to the scene in Old East Dallas around 6 a.m. local time. Dude, that's that's like 7 a.m. our time. They found the 25-year-old Bennett and, quote, determined he was intoxicated and arrested. (laughs) Apparently, he was going door-to-door knocking loudly. Not smart, dude. More Ron Show on America One Radio next. 